That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, what they are not telling you about the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus. Very important information. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. vaccines are available to millions of Americans, and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, to hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. Stop the tape. Yeah, maybe in Texas, uh, former President Bush, you can go to a ball game, but forget about it in New York or California. Oh, you know, maybe if those governors, oh, we got Cuomo, he's in big, big trouble. And uh, yeah, maybe he'll uh, loosen things up for the Mets and the Yankees. Yeah, just to try and survive what appears to be the downfall of his political career. And, and of course, in California, similar situation. You have a governor who's facing a recall. How about Bill Clinton there? Yeah, I want to I wanna go back to where I want to go back to chasing uh, women, and I don't want to be locked up in the house with Hillary anymore. Okay? Pass the cigars. And then, of course, Barack Hussein Obama, the president who arguably did more damage to our constitutional republic than any other president. Go out and get the vaccine. It's going to save lives. Have this protect you from this deadly disease. But what they're not telling you are the facts. The facts about the Wuhan coronavirus and the facts behind the vaccines. And we're going to get into that uh, in this here program. I want to remind you that this here program, the Ledger Report, is brought to you by MyPillow. Please go to MyPillow.com. Put Ledger in the promo code box and you get up to 66% off on MyPillow products. I'm using them. I have a wonderful my pillow. I have two, and uh, I use them nightly. Great products, but it's not just about pillows. There are other bedding products at mypillow.com. So please support Mike Lindell, who supports the president, who we support. When you support Mike Lindell, you support the president. You support me. That's the truth. We got to stick together in a situation like this. Go to GrahamLedger.com. Um, and you can answer the ledger register question, by the way, which is, are you getting one of the COVID-19 vaccines? Um, I'm going to give you about a thousand reasons uh, to think about it 
twice. And if you're under the age of 50 or under the age of 60, for that matter, forget about it. Forget about it. You don't need the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus. And I'll explain why in just a moment. We're going to hear from our expert who is a vaccination safety advocate. She's not an anti-vaxxer. She just wants to use reason. And if you go on the CDC website now, if this is accurate, I've seen posts. I, I never know what to believe on social media anymore. But I've seen posts where the CDC is now recommending, you know, four decades ago it was like two or three vaccines. A couple of decades ago it was like maybe a dozen. Now it's like 200. 200 vaccines. I mean, what are we injecting into our bodies? So we're going to talk with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny about what we need to know about the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus. But it would just be nice for these former presidents to come out and tell the truth. That the survival rate, if you happen to contract the Wuhan coronavirus and you're under the age of 100, is somewhere in the neighborhood of 98, 98.5%. Instead, you got Obama saying it's a deadly disease. Well, apparently the vaccine can be deadly, because there are multiple cases, and I don't know if marvelous Marvin Hagler died at age 66, which is pretty damn young, for a guy who... Obviously, at one point, kept himself in pretty good shape. I don't know, toward the latter half of his life. Hitman Hearns was suggesting that he, when he was still alive, was fighting for his life right after he had been given one of the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus. Now, I have no inside information on this. I just know what Hitman Hearns said. And that was marvelous. Marvin Hagler was in the hospital after receiving a vaccine, one of them, for the Wuhan coronavirus. But we don't have the full picture on that one. We do have the full picture in Utah, for example. Uh, the, The young mother in her 30s dying after the second dose of the Wuhan coronavirus, which I guess effectively is a booster. It boosts the first dose. And um, if you get only one of the two, it's like 85%. Okay. I, I, I say if you survive the first one, why even bother with the second one? I'll take 85%, but I'm not recommending taking the vaccine. I'm just t- playing the odds here. Uh, overall in Utah, if you're interested, a very conservative state, they've had at least four deaths to date following administrations of the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus out of at least a million uh, vaccinations given. All right, so four deaths out of a million is a obviously low number. But ladies and gentlemen, this is information that you need to know. That people are, yes, dying after being given the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus. Can I say that again? People are dying after they're being given the vaccine for the Wuhan coronavirus. Now, the odds are with you, apparently, but we don't know the long-term ramifications, do we? Do we know? This thing was rushed, yes, and God bless Donald Trump for Operation Warp Speed for the people who are choosing to take this vaccine. But early on, before we had the vaccine, 
I had discussions about this with my personal physician, and he said, hell no. Hell no, he's not taking the first iteration of these vaccines. And I'm with him. But I can also see the truth. I also have studied this from the very beginning. And I know the mortality rate. And I know the mortality rate of the seasonal flu. And I don't get the flu shot. So there are people dying after being given the vaccine for the Wuhan coronavirus. Even though the federal government did the right thing here, in my opinion. And that is knock down a lot of barriers in order to expedite the process, which can be crazy and laborious, of getting a vaccine on the market. Doesn't mean that we need to have the ex-presidents out there saying, go get it. Just forget all reason, forget all accountability, forget all the information that is at your fingertips now with a touch of your phone. Forget all of that. Just go out and get the, blindly close your eyes and just go out and get the uh, vaccine. And you'll probably live. Well, personally, I would rather take my chances on being healthy and take my homeopathic recipes, which includes zinc and and vitamin D and vitamin C, uh, then get the shot in the arm. And I don't want anybody I know and care about, my family on down, to get the shot in the arm. And I am recommending against it to them. Yes, 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 it's a personal choice. But apparently, um, the folks in the mainstream media, and of course, their buddy, Dr. Fauci, just can't believe that former President Trump was not part of this PSA propaganda that's been shoving down the throats of the American people for the past three or four days out there on all the airwaves. Obama, Clinton, Bush, and Jimmy Carter. You never saw Jimmy Carter's face. I don't know what's going on. He's, he, obviously, he's up there in age. But they're all saying, don't worry about it. Go get the vaccine. Don't worry about the Soylent Green type of ties to the some of the vaccines. Don't worry about it. Close your eyes. Just like George Orwell wrote in 1984, queue up, line up, get it, move on, live, die. That's what they're saying. And so the fact that Donald Trump did not participate, for whatever reason, in this PSA is driving the media and Dr. Fauci nuts. Roll tape. How much of a difference will it make if President Trump leads a campaign for the people who are most devoted to him to actually go out and get the vaccine. Chris, I think it would make all the difference in the world. He's a very widely popular person among Republicans. If he came out and said, go and get vaccinated, it's really important for your health, the health of your family and the health of the country. Uh, it, It seems absolutely inevitable that the vast majority of people who are his close followers would listen to him. He's such a strongly popular person. I cannot imagine that if he comes out that they would not get vaccinated. It would be very helpful to the effort for that to happen. I'm very surprised at the high percentage of Republicans who say they don't want to get vaccinated. I don't understand where that's coming from. This is not a political issue. Stop the tape! 
This is a political issue. It's 100% political. It's been 100% political, Dr. Fauci, from the very beginning. Just look at the red states versus the blue states. And I'll get into that in just a moment. But wholly different. And actually, the framers of the Constitution would applaud this. Would applaud the fact that the states have the rights and we have the choice to live in those states or leave those states. Go to the red states where they're free or stay behind enemy lines in the blue states where they're all locked down. But the bottom line is this has been 100% political from the very beginning. From the very beginning, this was done to harm the re-election chances of Donald Trump. I'm sorry, I will take that to the grave. I have no empirical proof of it. But that's the origins of this for a virus that has a 98.5% survival rate. And if you're over the age of 70, by the way, the survival rate is 95%. If you're, if you're between the ages, you know, in the quote, high risk group between 50 and 69, the survival rate's almost 99%. And then if you're, of course, a teenager or in your 20s, it, it's non-existent. This is nonsense. Astria Zenega right now is trying to reassure the United States as well as other countries that are administering its vaccine that there's no problem whatsoever, nothing to worry about. Don't pay no attention to these blood clots uh, that have formed in X amount of the people who have received the vaccine. And so a couple of countries, maybe more, Ireland and the Netherlands, that region, uh, Norway, I think, has uh, stopped administering this particular vaccine. There are a lot of questions, and hopefully we can receive a few uh, answers from uh, vaccination safety advocate, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Um, doctor, uh, this vaccine that's being administered, the, the various forms of it, uh, I don't want to go too far into the weeds, but we've heard this term, mRNA vaccine. Is this typically the kind of vaccine that is administered um, to Americans right now? Has this been used before in uh, human beings? Tell us about it. Well, there's two parts to that question that you just asked me. And thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. Um, for one, there are 14 countries now that I've been aware that I'm aware of that have uh, stopped using the AstraZeneca shot. The AstraZeneca shot is uh, similar to the Pfizer shot in that is an injectable, it injects uh, genetic material into your body in order to create the anti-spike antibody, which is what any type of vaccine that you are administered, the end result, the goal is to create an antibody that's supposed to keep you protected the next time that you're exposed to that particular pathogen. But the messenger RNA vaccines that they've created now that are particularly the Pfizer shot and the Moderna shot, these are completely experimental. That type of technology has never been used in human beings before. They were, this is not an FDA approved product. It was brought to market through emergency use authorization only for which the FDA violated two of its own rules to do that. And, they, and there are no long-term studies. And so the people that are receiving these shots right now are actually in the experiment because we don't know what the long-term ramifications of these injections is going to be. They're human trials, uh, if you think about it. And, you know, I asked my personal physician months ago if he would take the first iteration of the vaccine. And he said, no way, he wouldn't go uh, anywhere near it. And that was enough for me. But we need to dig a little bit more. What happens if these vaccines miss their target? If you understand what I'm asking. In other words, 
potentially, um, if you survive the vaccination and you're not harmed by it initially, could there be long-term ramifications, uh, long-term effects, given the fact that we haven't done a lot of human experimentation with these mRNA vaccinations? There absolutely are and unequivocally will be ramifications in terms of injecting this foreign matter to create a spike protein, this messenger, if you think about the messenger RNA being injected into your body is a, is literally a messenger and it has a recipe on it. It has a recipe to create a spike protein. The spike protein is supposed to be similar to the spike protein that is on the surface of coronaviruses. So if you think about this messenger RNA is injected, it is a recipe. The recipe has to be translated by a factory, a little organelle inside of your cells called ribosomes. At the other end of the factory comes out a protein. And that protein is a spike protein and any foreign protein that ends up in your system, your body says, hey, what the heck is that doing here? Let's get rid of it and sets up a cascade of events to create an antibody to make it go away. That antibody is long lasting. And in fact, it will most likely be permanent to some degree because it's the B cells, B as in boy, B cells that create the antibody. And once those are sensitized, they're there forever. And the antibody has been shown in many, many uh, scientific research papers to, to cause lots of damage and autoimmune disease in the body. In fact, I've mapped out about nine different mechanisms that the spike protein antibody can cause harm and autoimmune disease inside of your own body. Uh, we're talking, I've heard some uh, Possible after effects uh, could be sterilization, uh, possibly in particular uh, with with women, that it could uh, potentially alter your DNA. Uh, these could be life changing events. But again, we don't know. We're not going to know uh, the answers to these questions that we're bringing up right now. What, five, 10 years from now? Possibly, but here's the thing is that the messenger RNA that's injected, that itself does not directly um, change or manipulate your DNA. It's the spike protein that it makes because DNA is translated, is transcribed into the messenger RNA. So you've got, you've got this DNA and it needs to get a message out to the cell. So it makes messenger RNA with the recipe on it. That's, that's a one-way process. But when the recipe is converted into the protein through the ribosomes, that protein through a process called transfection can get rebound to your genetic material, your DNA irreversibly and permanently, which can lead to all kinds of things, including possibly cancer down the road. We also know that that antibody has the ability to cross react with at least 28 different organ systems in your body. So if you've got an antibody that can react to your lungs, your kidneys, your liver, your, your GI tract, your uh, reproductive system, and, and start attacking it, cross-reacting with it, that by definition is autoimmune disease. It can take anywhere from 18 months to many years, up to maybe 15 or more years to see the ramifications of full-blown autoimmune conditions that could be coming from these shots. What goes through your mind when you hear uh, pregnant women getting these coronavirus uh, shots? Does it I'm send horrified. a shiver down your, your it's spine? W- it's worse than a shiver down a spine. It's horrifying 
horrifying that that pregnant women would be uh, would uh, allow themselves to be injected with any vaccine whether it's a flu shot a pertussis shot and now these new experimental genetic modification shots it's absolutely horrifying to me in fact we already have reports of at least 36 women who have either had stillborns stillborn infants or miscarriages after receiving one of these uh, coronavirus shots. Um, we know the survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus. We knew early on the survival rate and it's been pretty steady. You know, it's in the upwards of a 98 percentile, right? Um, and if you're under the age of 50, it's, it's even higher. Um, clearly, there's, in my opinion, been an overreaction. I think it was politically driven. Um, I will never be able to prove it. Uh, but I'm curious, uh, you know, when I talk to somebody like you, um, in lieu of the vaccine, which I presume you're not going to get, you're gonna, not going to get anywhere near, what do you do to protect yourself from this or any virus? Do you take a regimen of vitamins? I do. And I would like to just say one additional thing about that approval process. Yes. Um, the FDA has um, federal guidelines that it has to follow in order to issue an emergency use authorization for a product. And that product can be a, a drug, a vaccine, a biologic, a technology, a software. Even the PCR tests that have come out have been under this emergency utilization authorization, which gives them complete liability protection for any faulty product or any product problems that occur with that. They broke two, they violated two of their federal rules. One was that the, um, they, that in order for them to author this as for emergency use, there could be no other available products that could treat Corona infection. And there are many. The second thing is, is that the injection that they approved this shot that they improved the vaccine has to have fewer side effects and have to, has to be less deadly than what the virus is on its own. Mm -hmm. We know the virus has a 99% survival rate. We know through the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System database, which captures somewhere between 1% and 10% of adverse events, yep. that the, the new data that came out two days ago shows 1,500 deaths and more than 30,000 adverse events. And that is 1% to 10% of the adverse events that it's captured. So would I get anywhere near this shot? Not in your life. And anybody else who's listening to this should run in the opposite direction also. One to 10% uh, versus a 98.5, 99% survival rate, depending on One how to old 10% you are. of One to 10% of capture of the adverse events. Yeah. So they've captured 1,500, which mm -hmm. means that could be anywhere from 15,000 to 150,000 mm -hmm. of people that don't know about this database and don't know how to report an adverse event or, an, or report a death. So there are probably hundreds, if not tens of thousands of more. In one week, in one week, the death record went from 1,200 to 1,500 and went from 25,000 reported adverse events to almost 31,000 reported um, adverse events in one week. This is very important information that the Dr. Fauci's of the world and the mainstream media, unfortunately, uh, will not report, but we will hear. And you have more information uh, on your website. Which one uh, do you recommend folks go to? Is it Baxter.com? If you go to drtenpenny.com, which is dr, no period, tenpenny.com, drtenpenny.com, from there you can find all the rest of our educational offers, our social media links, links to my podcast. All, right. all of those things are in one umbrella, which is drtenpenny.com. Doctor, thanks very much. Very valuable information. I'd love to have you back on soon. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Hey, if you want to go get the vaccine for the Wuhan coronavirus, go knock yourself out. It's a free country. But after hearing the information presented in this here podcast and just doing some cursory research on your own, the red flag should be sprouting up all over the place on its number one effectiveness and, and certainly the fact that it has been rushed to market and the fact that, yes, it's killed X amount of people. Also, the moral implications, the soylent green, the aborted baby research that's gone into some, maybe not all, but some of the vaccines. All of these things are very, very troubling to people who happen to have a brain. Also, a choice is where you live. And you people who live in California, are you paying attention to Florida at all? I have a buddy who just moved there and he's posting all these pictures on social media, all these videos of life. While you in California are behind enemy lines, you're in a prison camp. Florida, they're living living their lives. You don't have to. You want to stay locked down on your own? That's fine. And that's what Governor DeSantis is basically saying. But the bottom line is, there is research after research, story after story after story, that you have locked down California statistics and you have opened up Florida statistics that are virtually identical in terms of the Wuhan coronavirus death rate, case per 100,000. As the governor of California likes to say, the positivity rate. I don't even know if that's a word, positivity. The positive rate. Okay, Governor, I know you have a slight problem reading, and that's why you have this inferiority complex, because during school you were probably made fun of. But uh, it's positive rate, okay? Positivity. I don't know. Maybe it's a word. doesn't matter. The proof is in the numbers. You look at what I've started looking at early on during this entire Wuhan coronavirus debacle was Sweden, which has a population of roughly 10 million people. And then I went into California and I said, well, what's an equivalent population size, sample size? Ah, Los Angeles. Los Angeles County has approximately 10 million people. So I've been watching these two regions. Yeah, don't give me their apples and oranges or not. They're groups of people, okay? Different ethnic, yeah, okay, I get it. But they're roughly the same size not terribly, a little bit different climate. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, but generally, and maybe a different diet, you know, whatever. Obviously different governments. Because Sweden remained open, effectively. And said to the population, we need to establish herd immunity. And the best way to do that is keep kids in school. In California, meantime, kids kept home, locked up with their parents and their grandparents, spread the disease, and delayed nature's course. And this is the point I've been making time and time again for the last year. Human beings, in particular politicians, have no control over the Wuhan coronavirus. None, zero, nada. We have limited control as human beings. We can wash our hands and and be careful. Great, wonderful. Take vitamins like I do. You want to get the vaccine? Fine, get the vaccine. But there are common sense steps that you can take to mitigate any virus coming into your body. And what California has done is insanity. 
As one scientist put it so well, you can't stop a virus from being a virus, and you shouldn't stop humans from being humans. Yet in California, they did. In Los Angeles County, they have diagnosed 1.2 million official cases of the Wuhan coronavirus. That number is probably much higher, by the way. And they have labeled 22,000 deaths, all right? You keeping score at home? That's 1.2 million cases, 22,000 deaths over the last year. Well, guess what? In Sweden, fewer than a million cases documented, 713,000 to date, 13,000 deaths, all right? So you got 1.2 million cases and 22,000 deaths in Los Angeles. And in Sweden, you got 700,000 affirmed cases and 13,000 dead. What more evidence do you need? Now, this is now a year of research and relative apples and apples comparison in terms of at least population size. What more information do you need to tell you, sorry, Dr. Fauci, you're wrong. This is and was, always has been, a political ruse on the American people. And unfortunately, as the United States does, the rest of the world does in a situation like this. I wish it weren't true in this case. I wish the rest of the world just laughed at the United States. And obviously there are certain countries that are, like Sweden. And the mainstream media is never going to report the truth, ever. Greatest example that I can point to right now, the mainstream media just completely off the rails in terms of the truth, absolute lies, is promoting the Stacey Abrams uh, character who has not missed uh, many meals. She's now talking about the legislation passed in Georgia. The good people in Georgia are trying to clean up what happened in November of 2020 in terms of the election malfeasance and the electoral fraud. Um, But the media is promoting Stacey Abrams as some sort of freedom fighter. And she's calling these new laws to protect the franchise in the peach state racist, of course. And, of course, the reporting doesn't question her. The reporting backs her up because they cherry-pick, pick-and-choose, and they frame the story the way they want to. For example, GOP efforts, I'm quoting now, to make voting harder in multiple states following former President Donald Trump's loss and his lies about ballot fraud. That's an impartial journalist, right? (laughs) It's unbelievable. Make voting harder? No. They're trying to make it more secure. And Donald Trump was not lying. There was massive voter fraud. And we have multiple thousands, probably tens of thousands, pieces of evidence. This article mischaracterizes what Georgia is doing by ending automatic voter registration and limiting vote by mail and ending Sunday voting, saying that this somehow targets black voters more than white voters. This is cuckoo. No, they're targeting the franchise. But this is so-called reporting. It's unbelievable. They will not tell the truth about the election the mainstream media, and they will not tell the truth about the Wuhan coronavirus, the statistics behind the Wuhan coronavirus, and the numbers and the information that you need to know what they are not telling you about the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus. 
This edition of The Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.